Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. The busiest man in New York City today, Frank Smith. Frank, how have you found this week so far? Good, mate. It's good. I'm not busy. I was only busy because I wasn't at the press conference. So you you think there's some... Pending AJ news? There's some pending news of pendingness that's being worked yeah. on. Pended. That's been what... <laughs> Perhended, yeah. So I've... I've uh, I don't really add anything at those things. Yeah, to be honest, you, you don't, but I think you're you're the face that's always there, and at times you've had to step up into that position, so maybe we'll see you up there on the floor again soon. Yeah, but, you know, I had my I had my understudy there today. A bit like a, a theatre show in the West End, you know, when there's two acts and you turn up and you go, oh, maybe that's what happens, actually. No, that's what happens when fighters turn up and they go, we got in, like that, and they go, oh, you know, but at least, at least when I'm there, I give him more chance to talk because most of the time I'm just shaking, so nervous. Tony Bellew today has called out Rosansky, the Bridgerweight champion. After I interviewed with Edwards, so you're the first man that I can speak to about this. Is this something that's being worked on, has been worked on? We've had some discussions. I actually think Tony Bellew beats Rosansky, but I, I don't think it's too realistic. Um, but what is Bellew now? 40? think he wants to make a magical comeback become a two-weight world champion bridge weight world champion but let's see let's see he's uh probably a bit bored today so i wanted to get something out there when you say you've had talks how advanced have those talks been not not really advanced just i uh tony said it a few times hence why that social media post is out there he's pushed for it but let, let, let's see i i think it's i don't think it's too likely but who knows sonny edwards bam announced a few hours ago now Big fight. Eddie has stated in my interview with him that it lands in the US. He said, you're the guy to talk to as to where it lands in the US. Can you give us a bit of an idea? Working through it now. We just we, we haven't finalized completely the location just yet. It won't be in San Antonio, though. Um, that, that's not a Sonny Edwards request at all. Um, but I think we're looking at a few different locations for the later part of the year and just should, should be able to firm it up sort of in the next couple of weeks. It, 
we wanted to get out there. It all forms part of this overall discuss, like the scheduled discussion we were talking about just before we started on the interview is we want to build out a long-term schedule, but we wanted to get that out there because, as Eddie said previously, you know, both of the fighters would have posted about it if we didn't. So um, you know, that was the key for us, and now we'll go to work just to finalise the location. Got two or three options in the US that we're working through, and, and like I say, news very soon. Those options in the US, would it land somewhere maybe like Las Vegas, Phoenix, what, New York maybe? Possibly. One of the ones we're looking at is possibly Arizona. Not not New York, unlikely, but Arizona is a potential. Vegas could be interesting. Um, but yeah, we, Arizona's potentially, a, you know, one of the um, likely options. Eddie mentioned on the MMAR yesterday with Ariel Helwani, and Eddie often maybe speaks a little too much at times, and he spoke about Chisora and Nganu. He said that he f thinks that it's likely to land up on the, the AJ Wilder undercard. What do you know about those discussions? You're obviously very close with Delboy. Nothing, nothing. Uh, look, I know Delboy. Delboy wants to keep on fighting, wants to keep on going. There's some fights, a lot of fights out there to be made. You know, is the Dillian White rematch as well? You know, we we all know what happened in those first two unbelievable fights. That's a potential one that's being spoken about. Um, but look, I, I think Derek wants wants to keep on going. Like I say. So, so let's see how things play out. We're actually meeting with the Saudi team, Prince Khalid, next week in London. Hopefully we get some, you know, talks will keep progressing for this big show at the end of the year. I asked Eddie about the 2nd of September, where the show would land in the UK. He actually said that it's more than likely going to be in the US now. Where would that be? Uh, working on a few locations. It depends a little bit on the main event. You know, one of the options we're working on at the minute is potentially Dimitri Biver. Um, Chicago could be a good lo location for that. Um, so that's yeah, that's potential. We were working on a, a date in the UK on September second, but it looks like Joyce sang's that date. And you know, we 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 are we will try our best uh, to try and not clash, especially with major shows. You know, Joyce sang's a, a, a big fight. Um, so you know, I think US most likely for that date now. Would we say that Dan Aziz is now the front runner for the Bivol fight on September second? And you've mentioned Chicago, Eddie. Kind of said maybe Las Vegas. Yeah, it could be Las Vegas as well. You know, like I say, I, I let him do all the. Uh, he can pick wherever he wants. So wherever he says is where it will be. But Dan Aziz, yeah, is a, is a target we're talking to, speaking to Dimitri's team shortly. You know, Dimitri will take on any fight. Is the reality. Um, but Dan Aziz is someone we've we've been speaking to. I think it's a great fight. You know, WBA ranked number two, um, and you know, interesting fight for sure. And you know, he's he's not going to shy away from any challenge. Is Dan Aziz a, a promotional free agent now? And will you be looking at signing him to Matchroom going forward if he does take this fight? Yeah, he's promotionally free agent. Um, I saw lots of things online. Don't really understand. I think people getting a bit desperate, putting things out there that aren't quite correct. Um, but we would love to do that fight, you know, and if Dan Aziz fought Dimitri Bivol, we'd definitely uh, win or lose, there'd be something after that as well. Um, he's, a, he's a brilliant fighter, he's shown that. Uh, highly ranked as well and deserves the opportunity. You know, he's, he, I, think it would be a, I think it would be a fun fight as well. Yeah. Is it fair to say then that the Dan Aziz and Joshua Boatsy fight that's been spoken about isn't actually done through your discussions with Dan Aziz? Yeah, I believe it's not that. Also, if you look at, the WBA's website it hasn't been ordered. It doesn't make any sense. Basically, what people are trying to do is force Dan Aziz into a position because they're desperate. And again, it shows a bit of inexperience, is the reality. 
But like, why would you send out a press release saying oh, land on August 19th? It's not even it's not even agreed. It might be again. It's a bit like the you know it could be agreed. We might not do the bivvy. It could be agreed, but you can't force people into doing something by putting out press releases saying ordered. It hasn't been ordered. Basically, it's number one and number two. And what you said is we'd like to make this fight. We'd like to request it as a final eliminator. Would you approve it as a final eliminator? Say so, yes, we'll approve it as a final eliminator. So it's not on the WBA's website as number one v number two ordered. Otherwise, that could go to Perspits. Eddie spoke to me about another possible fight. Caroline Dubois versus Beatrice Ferrer. Mm. Is that one you think that you would be able to make this early in, in both of their careers? Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, Beatrice unbelievable talent. She boxes on our July 1st show in Sheffield. Um, she's obviously got the, the amateurs as well that she's ongoing. But it's definitely a fight we'd love to make, you know. Look, Caroline Dubois is a tremendous talent as well, and I don't think we'd shy away from any challenge. So let's see. But yeah, Bia, Bia would be up for that for sure. And you know, July 1st, she's got a real tough fight actually in just a third outing, I think it is. Um, so you know, she, she's not going to shy away from any test. Spoke to Eddie as well about Mauricio Lara. I did, yeah. yeah. He said uh, Cordina is a possibility. Do you like that fight for Mauricio Lara next, and do you think that it's a makeable fight for Matram? Yeah, possibly. I spoke to uh, Maurizio's manager yesterday. There is a, a desire as well, though, to look at staying at 126. He's confident that he, and comfortable that he can make the weight again still. Um, look, Maurizio's built a great name for himself. I think it would be a brilliant fight against Joe Caldina. Joe Caldina's shown how entertaining he is, um, and, it, and it would make a lot of sense. You know, Maurizio's built a name in the UK for himself as well, off the back of the performances he's had. Um, but work to be done on that. It's, an, it's in no mean. It's by no means a fight that's close. It's just something that's in the air that maybe we've spoken about. It doesn't mean it's set. You know, there's other options as well from Rizzo maybe to have a comeback fight in Mexico if he wants to stay at one two six as well, possibly headlining one of our Mexican shows. Um, and Joe, the aim is to get him out in September back in Cardiff again. Wood Warrington likely for the 9th of September at the City Ground. Is that correct? Possibly a bit later. Look, we 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 got conversations ongoing with the city ground and, and Nottingham Forest. They want to support Lee a hundred percent. I think it, it's tough because they they're putting a new pitch in this summer. I think it's the first time they've done it in a long, long time. And the problem is when you put new pitches in, you normally can't really disrupt them so early on because obviously I'm a grass expert. Um, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the uh, in in the grass business selling uh, grass to Premier League football clubs. Um, and I know about the sunlight needed and require, requested and required by the, the grass at the football clubs. <laughs> don't know where that went from. But, um, Frank Smith, grass dealer. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a grass expert. Expert, I am. But I, uh, I, <laughs> uh, I know from discussions with a lot of football state, look, the reality is the groundsmen at these at these football clubs don't really want the pitch cover for four days, is the truth. The club very much want to host events there, not just boxing, but multiple events. You know, we've been speaking to them for a while now. My, my only concern would be that it's too soon after the new pitch, and that pitch needs time to, whatever the technical term is, I'm not that much of a grass expert, to be able to flourish. And then next year, potentially, we could do an event there on the grass. Wow. 
extraordinary conversation with Frank Smith on grass. I don't know where this has went. Tell me this, though, speaking about grass. Is it a, me- is it a messy situation with Kolmatov? What's that got to do with grass? Messy grass. That's terrible. terrible. No, I thought we were going to be about some grassing someone up for lying or something. Um, uh, Kolmatov, yeah, I think I see a way around it all. I see a way around it all. The, the Wood Warrington fight's a massive fight to be made. You know, we're, Is the way around it, though, that you need to pay him step-aside money, but in the interim he fights Ray Ford, for example? Is that the workaround? Or maybe wait. You know, it's not that long away now. We knew it were coming towards the end of June. You know, if we're looking at September time, it's not that far away. Maybe wait and we make that Ray Ford fight for the title after that fight. Um, look, at the end of the day, I, I, obviously we all respect mandatories and we'll, you know, follow rules as always, but at the same time, we want to make the most appealing fights as well. And I think Wood Warrington, as, as we've stated, is a, is a fight that people want to see. I think it would be a great fight, um, and I think we're going to do everything within our power to make that happen. Katie Taylor, Chantal Cameron, seems to be agreed in principle. Will it land, first of all, in Dublin? And what's the undercard look like for another fight back in Dublin? Um, yes, back in Dublin, yep. At the three arena, very, very likely. Um, and I've seen a lot of talk about the the fighters. Chantel Cameron went out there and deserves all the plaudits because she she showed her class and ability to get get the win that night. Um, it was a fair playing field. I thought the sc- scorecards were very fair, um, and a tremendous atmosphere and a tremendous event overall. You know, our job is to deliver the best opportunities and the best fights for the fighters. Um, and I think the best opportunity and financial opportunity for the fighters is still to do the fight in Dublin and that's our job for the fighters to deliver for them um, so Dublin's the plan just working on a few details around it all now to get everything tied up again comes part comes back to the overall schedule as well and, and, and lining that up to get that out there in terms of undercard you know I think you'll see Gary Cully back out on there I'm hopeful and I, I think he will go into the rematch on that on that card um, he's he's taken some time away and he'll be back training soon. I think you'll see Thomas Carty back out. We saw the atmosphere. Thomas when the Carty, Johnny Fisher, maybe? No, unlikely, <laughs> unlikely if I'm honest. But we saw the Carty party in there. It was it was some atmosphere in there for that. So you know he'll be on the card as well. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I've come. Yeah, Keevan working on a fight for him maybe on there. There's one other one that my mind has completely blanked about. Paddy Donovan, possibly. Paddy Donovan. I don't think JJ. I don't think on JJ, but Paddy Donovan possibly back out there. There's a couple, another couple of you know local fighters as well we're talking to, maybe about going on the undercard there. So you're going to see another great, un, great card um, when that fight comes around, and can't wait again to create the atmosphere because it was one of the best things we've, I think, we've done. You know, one of the best shows and events I've been at. Speaking of JJ Metcalfler, what's next for him? Any plans yet? We're, yeah, we're looking at opportunities at the minute. You know, he's uh, he's he's gone in there and he's delivered every time. We're, we're seeing what's you know what's possible and uh, trying to make. The, it's a tough division as well, though. You know, we've got Israel Madrimov as well, who's manda- is essentially mandatory. It's all been very slowed up with the injuries to Charlo. Um, you know, holding the belts and. Look, again, he's injured, so you could, but at the same time, we want to try and keep the belts active. So hopefully at some point soon, those free up and there's potential to make big fights. Fabio Ward, the opponent, where are we at with that? <clears throat> um, working through options now. 
you know, there's been a lot of talk about Dave Allen, I think it's unlikely. Um, but yeah, working through potential options for that now. Will you work with Dave Allen going forward? Is there any other possible opponents for Dave? I think it would be good if Dave Allen, we maybe get a win, you know, a win and show. But I saw him the other week, he looks in tremendous shape. He looks actually, he looks and seems the best he's seemed in a long time. You know, we worked with him for a long time, but seeing him and speaking to him, he seems to be on good form and training hard. So maybe get another win somewhere and go from there. But, you know, not writing it off completely, but I think unlikely for Fabio. Last one. Sorry, I've drunk about eight litres of water. Yeah. yeah. Last one from me, right? Eddie said that it's maybe unlikely that we see AJ out in August. Any comment to make on that? Uh, I disagree with him. I think we'll see him out in August. Um, hopefully news very soon I like when you disagree with them and that, that actually gives leads me on nicely to my next question you missed the press conference today you're now of the opposite opinion to Edward which makes me think that this morning while the press conference was on you were working on that AJ news is Caballero a likely opponent? He's in, he's in a list of names we're going back and forward on now you know working with the team working through um, I missed the press to be honest I was working on the AJ stuff but I'm working on a load of different stuff up until the end of December um, I'm much more used behind a laptop on an Excel spreadsheet than at a press conference talking to people. So uh, I, I'm, I'm good when I get to focus on what I'm good at. But I like disagreeing every now and then because all the comments are, oh, he's just a little miniature Eddie Hearn, isn't he? It's either, what I don't get, the comments are either, he's really monotone and boring. That's fine. Don't care, honestly, if that's what you think. Perfect. But at the same time, he's basically Eddie Hearn. I've like, never heard anyone call Eddie monotone and boring. He sounds just like him. Well, which one is it? I'm confused. So I'm trying to I'm trying to break out and my shell, be someone new. Ebony Bridges land on that AJ undercard? Yeah, possibly. That's uh, that's the discussion. Um, lots of lots of fights working out for that card as well. Got a busy few months of of shows and fight cards. So yeah, just just working out where everyone slots in. Well, Frank, thank you very much for letting me pick your brain here. We'll uh, we'll get on that Instagram game again tomorrow. Appreciate it. Thank you, Colin. Sports Social Podcast Network.